Welcome to Fresh from the Field Fridays by the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on supply trends, category updates, brand awareness, and what's hot in the market. Join us each week from San Francisco Bay, California, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Dan, the Produce Man. Hey folks, thanks for joining us today for Fresh from the Field Fridays from the Produce Industry Podcast. I'm Dan, the Produce Man, along with Patrick Kelly. Oh, yeah. And boy, oh, boy. I had a great week last week. Uh, I spent time at the Organic Produce Summit in lovely Monterey, California. And that was a real blast. Got to see a lot of folks I hadn't seen in years, meet some new ones, and um, connect with people that I do know already. It was a good time and everything, anything organic. So that's great. But today, we're back in the kitchen in Patrick's Kitchen in Florida and Dan's Kitchen here in the San Francisco Bay Area. And we did the refrigerator last time. (laughs) And now we're going to do your counter and pantry. So, Patrick, why don't you start us off? What do you have in your dry section? You know, I love that we're doing this this week. We're talking about the dry goods because when we talk fresh produce, and when we talk about these fresh deals, everyone, they are still fresh when they're at room temperature. It's okay. And I'm going to start off with one that's, you know, a fun item that you 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 do use and you will use in other fresh products. But I, I got the dried cranberries, everyone. Dried cranberries is a staple item along with walnuts that go in our salad. So when my wife Renee is making her salad. It's like, do we grab this, this, this? Grab the cranberries, grab the walnuts. Heck, you can even grab some of those fresh apple slices as well. That's inside the fridge again, everybody. But still, a couple good staple items for a good salad, Dan. Nice. Yep, those uh, dried cranberries. I remember when those first hit the stores back in the very early 90s. Craisins, they were calling them. So just kind of cool. Kind of crazy, too. Crazy craisins. Now that is the perfect name for a band. Crazy craisins. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know where I, to start I, here, brother. I, I was even thinking that could be the next new uh, crazy craisins. Uh, dried cranberry uh, brand, Dan. I mean, listen, you got to go with Gen Z and the millennials and, and what they're into. And geez, just seeing the normal, you know, great value cranberry brand is not always the most appealing. Someone is registering that trademark right now while they're listening to us because they wanted to get to it <laughs> before anybody else. <laughs> Intellectual property, everyone. Intellectual property. Well, Dan, I know you've got something fun in there. You, you're in the bachelor pad, man. Tell me something that what's a snack in that pantry that you could just pick up on the go and go with well this one's actually on the counter they're called sugar plums now we've all heard the story the christmas tale of sugar plums dancing in someone's head but french prunes are also known as sugar plums now all prunes are plums but not all plums are prunes right whoa yeah i know that's pretty heavy stuff isn't it patrick <laughs> Dropping some deep knowledge here, Dan. Some deep knowledge. It's kind of like the Italian prune that you see, the football-shaped purple little plums. And the French prune 
or sugar plum is more of a, a browner in color and has a tapered stem end. Very, very sweet. And the Europeans use them in several pastries and in bread as an accompaniment to pork and fowl. They make the perfect glaze sauce for duck breast that'll knock your socks off. That It's just in all the pastries all over the Europe. A great way to do is cut them up, throw them into an arugula salad, throw some slivered almonds in. But my favorite way is just to eat them right out of hand. They've been a local favorite here in California for over 150 years. Look for them in the stores now through maybe the next couple of weeks and then they're done. And then they'll be all done, huh? You know, speaking of countertops, I got the butternut squash this week. It was, uh, you know, it's in the Aldi's uh, Savers this week and I, and I went ahead and picked it up and I, I'm not traditionally, you know, the spaghetti squash type of guy. I'm not going to peel it. I'm not going to shred it. You know, I'm not going to peel it down and, and do the spaghetti squash. But what I am going to do is I'm going to cut these things up into blocks, right? In little squares. I'm going to douse it with olive oil, season it with salt and pepper, and maybe a little bit of garlic salt and bake that for about 20 minutes, Dan. I mean, that is the true the butternut squash appetizer right there, man. And I'm going with butternut squash on the pantry, and it's an item for this week as well. Man, that sounds good. And you know, the squashes are all in season right now. All your hard squashes. And I would love to urge everyone to go out there and try as many different kinds as you can, because we all have our favorites and there's just so many of them. And no, they don't all taste the same. And no, they don't have the same interior. But boy, oh boy, are they delicious. It's a great time of the year, that's for sure. Oh, 100%, 100%. I mean, even those, I mean, I know I'm jumping the gun here, but it's like, you know, when you when you get into the, the holiday time, I mean, baking is, it's so fun, Dan. I mean, listen, I know it sounds crazy that baking's fun. Like, listen, I'll bake cookies too, Dan. Like, so I'll, I'll bake potatoes, I'll bake cookies, like, I'll, I'll bake it, I'll bake it, okay? You you buy it, I bake it. You bake, I buy. Whatever you <laughs> <laughs> you know, Bake so you, uh, <laughs> you know, even even potatoes. I mean, there's rusted potatoes on the countertop as well. We have a lot of different potatoes. Shout out to our Earth Fresh and our Tasteful Selections. Um, I know they have some great potatoes, but I just had some nibbles the other day. Like I said, dozed them in virgin olive oil, little salt, little pepper, and just baked them for about 20 minutes. And I had that as a little a little snack during the day, Dan. And you know, right next to the eggplant. Now, it's like I said. More rusted potatoes. You know, potatoes will actually increase your beta endorphins. That's for one thing, especially if you eat one before you go to bed. That's true. I read a book called Potatoes Not Prozac a couple years ago, and it was all about that. It's really, really cool. The lady did her research. the, The author's name escapes me right now, but she did her research, and it's an interesting book. I have here a russet potato that has been in my pantry for two months. Now, what happens to a potato, Patrick, if you keep it on hand too long? It'll spud. Yeah, so exactly. So (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true. So this started to shrivel. This thing looks like a wrinkled up old witch with some sprouts coming out of it. Not too many sprouts, but I have to tell you something, folks. When you have a potato that is shriveling and sprouting, remove the sprouts because you don't want to eat those at all. Remove the sprouts and prepare this potato to be a baked potato. Why, you may ask? Because a dehydrated, shriveled, russet potato will make a fluffier baked potato than a fresh potato. So there's a little tip for you. And there's more potassium in a medium-sized russet potato than there is a banana. Ooh, 
Don't tell Equifruit that. <laughs> no, Equifruits has special potassium. We don't know what it is, but it's special. That's for sure. Listen, you're going to love coming from Equifruit, everyone. We talk about fair trade bananas. We're going to have a retailer coming on the line in October, Dan, and we're going to be able to talk to a Canadian retailer who has dared to make the switch to all fair trade bananas, whether they're organic and conventional, and the prices are just completely different than what you would see in the normal U.S. store, but they have dared to do it. They gave the sticker shock to the consumer, and it's working because why? Farmers got to get paid fairly. I mean, it's so crazy that we're worried about that with, with bananas, but, you know, when the retailers are beating people up for, you know, citrus prices or apple prices, they don't think about that, though, do they? So I think that Equifruit has a, a great story and a great journey in, in regards to fair trade bananas. You know, these are bananas that come from out of country. I don't mind paying a little extra for my bananas. And then, you know, everyone, this leads me into my next product that I have. And this was kind of a funny one because, you know, as I sit here in Florida, Dan, and you're going to obviously understand this, but boiled peanuts is like a big thing down here. And in, yeah, they get I heard the, that it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, so, okay. So everyone, I was in Savannah. I went shopping at Kroger. Check out the YouTube channel. We have a YouTube premiere that, you know, went shopping at Kroger, you know, quick produce snacks. But peanuts was one of these. I picked up like this eight pound bag of peanuts and oh you got to take them home you boil water you put salt you put pepper and you boil the peanuts and i'm like for what and they're like to eat boiled peanuts i'm like for who and they're like to eat boiled peanuts i'm like why and they're like to eat boiled <laughs> peanuts and i'm like i'm so confused of why we're boiling peanuts everybody right so i get this bag and again i've tried boiled peanuts now and i it, okay dan it's it listen it's not like this the next best thing, okay? It's a boiled freaking peanut. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know what else well, to say. Well, you're down south. People used to come into my store and ask me for raw peanuts all the time. If the raw peanuts I have here, I bought by mistake. I usually buy roasted, unsalted, mainly just to give to my band of squirrels that come up onto the porch and sometimes even into the house to get peanuts. So I haven't tried them either. But you tried them and you didn't like them. You tried them and you liked them. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, that answers it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, listen, Lily. My daughter is on the on the mission to now break all the peanut shells open and save them for the squirrels. So I think the squirrels are going to get more peanuts than, than we're going to eat. But, you know, Dan, that's the thing, man. I, I'd rather have something fresher than, than than the peanut. But I did buy the peanuts. I did I did try it out. And you know what's crazy, everyone, is that this week at Winn-Dixie, free peanuts if you activate the coupon in their mobile application. That's what's even crazier. So giving peanuts away. And they aren't the normal peanuts, Dan. These are like the in-shell peanuts like take me out to a ball game peanut like you are there's shells everywhere you're crunching it oh, it's yeah. like there's a mess everywhere like it's not for the faint of heart like if you give your kids these everyone be prepared to get the the broom out Okay, just 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 be yeah. prepared, okay, because it's coming out. But Dan, this is a perfect time. To take a quick break here from our sponsors, Equifruit and Buck Naked Onions. Welcome to Equifruit, an importer and marketer of fresh bananas. Equifruit is committed to 100% fair trade, which means no crummy wages, super safe working conditions, and nothing but love for the ladies. Driving innovation through impossible to ignore merchandising, Equifruit is the only banana you should buy. 
Everyone, we have an APP out on a buck naked onion. This onion is produced by Owyhee Produce, so we have to be on the lookout. Whether you're a retailer, food service distributor, or a wholesaler, this onion is whole, it's hearted, and it's buck naked, everyone. To all you civilians out there, please, let's catch this buck naked onion. Welcome back to Fresh from the Field Fridays, but we're actually in the pantry today. That's right. So we, whatever was in the fields is now in the pantry, and here we are. I'm Dan the Produce Man, and... I'm Patrick Kelly, and it's backed, it's packed, and it's being stored inside the kitchen. You know, speaking of onions, I have an oh-so-sweet onion. Onion here, and they claim to be the sweetest onion on earth. The oh-so-sweet onion was originally planted at the foothills of the Andes Mountains. That's right, in South America. And we would only get them in the winter. We They're grown in this volcanic soil and all this other stuff that just makes the oh-so-sweet oh-so-sweet. But I have one here, it says grown in the USA, and I know that they started growing them in Texas a while back to try and get the oh-so-sweet brand here around. It's a a sweet onion and what makes an onion sweet is the absence of pyruvic acid which is what makes us cry and our tears run and you know our, our eyes and i was gonna say that's a tear everyone i'm gonna go non-scientific it, it's that weird stingy feeling that hits you when you're cutting that onion and boom tear comes out you're like ah why did i do this to myself why why you know dan i gotta ask our sponsor they've got a sweet onion they're they're buck naked oh. onion they've got a tearless onion that i I tasted last year and it's actually on the YouTube channel that, you know, my family, we all took a bite out of an onion. Heck, we had a pregnant lady take a bite out of the onion to see if it would affect her any differently. It didn't. She crunched right into it. Now, you know, obviously Danny's a little hot. She's on fire every once in a while. Barely cries. I don't know if that was part of the onion or if that's just part of genetics, Dan, but you know, we've had a lot of people try that sweet onion. (laughs) Tearless onion, so tearless it'll make you cry with joy. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you could crunch into them right just like just like an apple, Dan. It's it's crazy, man. You got to try them, and we will definitely have some. You know what's crazy is what's still in the pantry, and this could be in the pantry or in the fridge. Okay, Dan, and that's gonna be a honeydew. It was ah, funny because yes. when you and I got on today, we were going through some of our items, and you were like, "I got honeydew." I was like, "Me too." I was craving. First of all, uh, I'm gonna give our Dulcinea Fresh people a little bit of crap because one, I can't find those Kiss Melons anymore, man. I was like on fire. I think the season's almost over, but like the sugar kiss, the summer kiss, I can't find them. So I'm like craving like this honeydew, right? So I went in, I got a regular honeydew. I know you got a regular honeydew. Kept it on the countertop for a few days, sliced half of it. I ate half of it, Dan. Half of it the other day. Other half, it's in the fridge right now. Oh boy, oh boy. You know, this time of the year for honeydews, baby. You know, they have been on the vine all summer long, so they are just Mm. sweet as sugar. I I picked up an orange flesh honeydew on my way back from Monterey at a fruit stand on the side of the road. Now, I know these were grown by a smaller grower because right around the stem end of the honeydew, you've got these little cracks, and I used to call those sugar cracks. The thing smells, oh my 
goodness, the smell is like in those old cartoons when someone would smell, when an animal would smell something cooking and the smoke would fly around and their nose would go up to it and they'd float up in the air until they got to it. That's mm. the smell that it's doing. Absolutely delicious. I'm excited to my cut buddy, into it, that's for sure. My buddy Gabe would always say, man, if you had smell-o-vision, you would just, it would just fill your nostrils. And if you had it, that's what we're talking about, everybody. It's just going to lift you off your feet and make you float to the point oh, of you are just in its, in, in its perimeter, right? You know, yeah, melons right now, we should have them for another month. And then we're going to start bringing them in from other areas. So they're going to be less ripe. And so if you're going to try any melons, if you haven't tried any, or if you're going to enjoy them, enjoy them now because the winter time is just a big tease until we get to our season again, our local oh. seasons here in the state. 100%. Well, you know, it's another a funny thing, everyone. You know, it depends on which coast you're listening from. But myself sitting over in Florida, we, we do have to bring this up, Dan, is the canned goods. Because, Dan, you laughed at me when I said, we got to bring up canned vegetables, even though that some of those don't <laughs> have any nutrients in them at all. But, you know, living in Florida, everyone, you know, there are hurricanes. I mean, obviously, hurricanes that have gone through New Orleans, you know, this year that obviously there's been devastating tragedies in but it's like we have to keep a lot of canned goods i would say on file dan right in the inventory um so it's like i've got green beans i've got corn i've got protein right i've got beans um these are all things that we keep right in the pantry stocked year round okay and we have to i guess it's a precaution at this point but those are some of those dry uh, or say goods that we need and then even then i mean if you if you go inside there's other items that we can keep in here that we we try to keep year-round um, that we don't even need to put in the uh, the fridge but even garlic you can keep garlic out right even sesame seeds you know I actually have some Melissa's I would say they're flaxseed with chi almond clusters it's like these are things that we keep in there because we know if right if there's a hurricane or if the stores get closed, we do have some type of produce, right, Dan? It's not going to be the freshest produce, right? Because if supply chains get cut off, but it's still there. And I think I'll still think it's a staple item for people to know. Listen, if you got to buy those canned green beans, if you got to buy those canned fruits, those canned vegetables, I have mandarins. The canned mandarins, Dan. Why? Because that is a perfect snack during a hurricane. Trust me. Trust me. Speaking from experience, pop one of those open. You feel like it's a delicacy when the power's off and you can just sip some of that mandarin juice and just pop one of those little mandarins in your mouth. Mm, I'm just saying. It makes perfect sense to me, Patrick. That's for sure. You shed a whole different light on it uh, when I laughed at you when you said, hey man, you know, we got hurricanes down here. It's like, well, look at everybody. Dan's a bachelor. His hurricane supply is a a set of matches and cigars. (laughs) Well, that's right. Here, check. (laughs) Gotta have those, that's for sure. (laughs) I have here a Baco Sweet Sweet Potato. Now, I don't know if you ever heard of Baco Sweet before, but they are a sweet potato producer, and I have one here. Now, this isn't as big as what I usually get because I've been on this weird kick lately of finding the largest, roundest, jumbo sweet potato that I can find and bringing it Mm. home and slicing it into 
like eighth inch slices. Now, how do you do that with a sweet potato? Well, I bought a knife they advertised on TV about 10 years ago called the Deli Pro Knife, and you can adjust it to slice different thickness of slices. So it's, it works out pretty good. I take these slices, throw them in the toaster, and I made a sweet potato sandwich, which was cream cheese, smoked salmon, onions, tomatoes, cucumber, pepper, whatever you would do on a bagel, I did it on the sweet potato. So you get less mm. empty carbs and you get all that nutrition and you know sweet potatoes are loaded with vitamin a and when do we eat them this time of the year when it gets dark out earlier what's vitamin a good for it's great for our eyes and many other things because we call them yams here in california so i did write an article called i am what i am but a yam ain't a yam at all and it explains everything that you could possibly want to know and more about sweet potatoes and yams. I'll put it up on my Facebook page, Dan the Produce Man, and I'll I'll share the link to Patrick and maybe he can put it up on the Produce Industry Podcast Facebook page too, so you can read the story about yams and sweet potatoes. I yam what I Yam, everyone. No, it's great. And these, uh, we're going to be trying more Baco Sweets products over the next month. So stay tuned and check out the Produce Industry Show's YouTube channel. We are going to try the microwavable, ready to eat organic sweet potato. Okay. So this is going to come in a bag. You throw this bag inside the microwave and boom, bring them right out and they're ready to go. So we're going to be trying those very soon. These are California sweet potatoes, everyone. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, obviously, a lot of good sales on sweet potatoes but running through some of the ads this week too dan so apples you know new crop being promoted right now you're looking at 199 per three pound bags and your aldi savers even mandarins those mandarins are still coming from peru or uruguay a lot of good specials out there low prices too right on organic tomatoes brussels sprouts oh brussels sprouts is always a staple item even california emerald grapes are going for a dollar 99 per pound so if you get a good bunch um again might spend five or six bucks but you're going to get a lot of good fat thick grapes that you're going to crunch right in your mouth and organic pears organic pears have still been a staple item and it's being promoted pretty uh heavily too at some of the the stores like aldi's and sprouts and, and whole foods dan and the other thing i've been seeing is that those navel oranges everyone those navel oranges right now depending on if you're coming going to a club store or if you're going to a local grocery mart you're seeing those from south africa or you're seeing those from chile now on the horizon guess that what guess what everyone on the horizon we have california navel oranges that are going to be starting. So look out for those as well as these pomelos. I have huge Florida pomelos that are going, that are in season. They are ready, everyone. So get ready to see those and get ready for some more berry information because we are going to have berries galore on the show. Blueberries, blackberries, they're still running good choices on those in the market. You can get it for two for five dollars right now. Your choice on blueberries. Pineapples are promoted for two for three dollars. Everybody, that's a pineapple for a dollar fifty. Listen, the last time I saw pineapples as low as that was 99 cents. And I talked about that on the, the Monday shows. But Dan, a lot of good items, a lot of new crops out there, and a lot of great fresh produce to fill your pantry and your fridge. Nice. That's right, folks. Get out there to the stores. Get to your farmer's market. Get to your favorite produce stand, wherever it is, wherever you can do it. Heck, I saw a guy selling produce off the back of a pickup truck in the Home Depot parking lot. So, hey, <laughs> <laughs> you know. 
And that's we, I guess that's we what love those people. Hey, we love those people because there's no food waste, but we hate those people because that's not always the best way to get fresh produce, everyone. But listen, I, I want to thank all all of the contributors and the resources. Heck, you know, Win Dixie, Save a Lot, Aldi's, Sprouts. Geez, there's so many of them that are just helping out with giving these circulars away and you know promoting fresh produce. And I love seeing fresh produce promoted on the front page. Win Dixie does a great job promoting it on their fresh deals on the back page. I, there's always fresh deals happening every single week, everyone. You just gotta listen. When you walk into the grocery store or your local marketplace, ready everyone? You can't pass the produce section because it's normally right when you walk in. That's true. And you can always ask the produce manager and produce clerks, hey, do you listen to Fresh from the Field Fridays on the Produce Industry Podcast? Well, if you don't, you should. Oh, 100%. 100%. Thanks, Patrick. That was good Good information on uh, items for the hurricane and, and storing stuff in the pantry. Very good information. And folks, remember to stock your pantry, your counter, and your refrigerator. And be sure to tune in to the Produce Industry Podcast every Monday with Patrick Kelly. He's doing the thing with the Tiger King right now, so you don't want to miss that at all. And also check out the Produce Industry YouTube channel, the Produce Industry Show. Check out my YouTube channel, Dan the Produce Man, and my Facebook page, Dan the Produce Man. We're everywhere that your phone goes and your computer. So thanks for listening and until next week, this is Dan the Produce Man reminding you that it's always best when you get it fresh. You've been listening to Fresh from the Field Fridays with Dan the Produce Man. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Produce Industry Podcast and at Dan the Produce Man. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.